The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The horses are at the gate. And they're off! Welcome to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. With the weekend coming up, this is the spot to be for news, handicapping, and spotlights featuring the winners behind horse racing today. Now, here's your host, Ed Meyer. And good evening and welcome to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer, and thank you for taking your time to tune in and join us as we talk about the sport of kings here on Winning Ponies. Each and every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, same place. Same game, but the action is always on the change. That you can always count on. That's a winner for sure right there. And speaking of a winner for sure, right now I've got Delmar zoomed in on TVG right now. And Winning Ponies is tearing it apart. There was a huge pick six carryover today. And Winning Ponies is on fire. I've been kind of following along with what's going on. The guys have been kind of texting me back and forth. They are smoking them. Not bragging smoking them, hoping that you are smoking them. Seventh race here, I believe there's four minutes to go. I'm watching them working out in beautiful Southern California. And it just looks gorgeous out there over the synthetic surface there. Right now, I believe quick enough, Mike Mitchell's horse, fresh off a claim, is 5-2. to two. I believe this guy's only about 32% fresh off the claim. Uh, he'd get my uh, $2 shekel better. Uh, a nice cigar bet. Uh, he's five to two, and but there is a there's a hefty little field here, and the pick six is still up for grass. Winning ponies doing very well. Hope you were on board. Hope you still are on board. You could be rich, and drop us a testimony and let us know how you're doing. What's going on tonight? Well, first off, I got, I got to kind of preface things a little bit. Had John Velasquez on the on the cooker, and that means you know he was all set up to go. Nice guy, excellent fellow rider perfect could not wait had to stretch it a little bit but his duties kept him from being available with us we're going to have johnny v on at a later time that he promised so then i go to my second choice not second in my heart not second by any means patty cooksey third winningest lady rider in the saddle director of publicity for the racing commission of kentucky she had to speak in front of a group of college students at Center College. Now, I had two wonderful guests, and they both had last-second pullouts. We'll have them both on. Next week, we're going to have Andy Byer on, so it's going to be a whole lot of fun. So what's going on? I had to preface it up with tonight, but we've got a whole lot to talk about. Yep. We're going to recap the past weekend for you. If you were under a rock, if you were locked up, I'm going to bring it all back to fresh. I've got a neat story for you. I think you're really going to like it. Then it's going to be Information Central on Winning Ponies. Going to talk about the predictions, the data, how to use. Hopefully, hopefully you can maybe drop something on me that I don't know. We don't know. Always have two ears and one mouth. 
And if you're doing well with it, keep on doing what you're doing. But for those that are new to it, we're just going to talk about it. We're going to briefly peruse over it. And then we're going to have some full-bore, unfiltered handicapping, white-knuckle winners for this weekend. News from around the world of racing and getting you in gear for the big winners up there. I, I mean, this is driving me crazy. It is so beautiful it just looking at Southern California. If you, if you have the opportunity to be there, count yourself lucky. It's just hot everywhere else. It just looks so perfect there. And right now, my Mike Mitchell horse, quick enough, 5-2. to two. So that's what's happening tonight. Head on some powerhouse super guests, but now you've got me. And you know what? We are going to be talking about what is going on with winning ponies. And hopefully we'll get you all straightened out there because these guys were on fire today. And today would have been the greatest of all to have Delmar to draw that predictions down for that card. Mm. What was I thinking? I was not part of the pick six. You're probably thinking the same thing. Well, it is time to get into Recap City, and let me tell you what, there's quite a bit about it. Monmouth Park Race 10, the Mongo Queen, on July 31st. Winners of the nine, Rose Catherine, Chris DiCarlo. He's got two of the gentlest hands in racing. I mean, he's, he's not an abuser or a user. He gets the most out of his turf runners, wins by three and a half lengths, took charge, drew off, 320 to win for Todd Pletcher. On the 31st, Saratoga in the ninth race, a great one. Diana stakes a mile and an eighth on the turf, 500,000 up for grabs. Winners, the one proviso. You could have thrown a playing card between three of them. Mike Smith into town in New York, 640 to win. A blanket photo, shared account, was a head behind, and then a nose right behind that was forever together. Mike Smith aboard for Billy Mott and Judmont Farms. Very nice indeed, 640. Saratoga, 10 Grade 2, Jim Danny, mile and an eighth. Number 5, a little warm, was really, really hot on this day. Johnny V was in the irons, wins by length in three parts. 10.20 to win, Anthony Dutrow. Richard's not the only talented Dutrow boy in that family. Trust you me. Oh, and by the way, here's a little stat for you. When the Dutros are in the race, Richard and our Anthony, 75% of the time, one of them takes down the candy. Then we go into July 31st at Del Mar, the San Diego Handicap, Grade 2. Winners the 10, Dakota Hone, Joel Rosario wins by half a length. Five wide in the lane, rallying 11.40 to win for Jerry Hollendorfer. Monmouth Park on August 1st, the Jersey Derby, race number 7. Winners the 9, Hudson Steele, Jose Lescano, the ultra-consistent Lescano. Two and a quarter length, swung four wide, drew clear 17.60 to win for Todd Pletcher. Monmouth Park, race 8, the regret, six on the dirt. Winners of the four, Lady Alexander. Carlos Marquez, Jr. Wins by length in three parts. Three wide, clear late. $8 to win for Bruce Alexander. Race number nine in Monmouth, a tailor-made matchmaker. Stakes a grade three, a mile and eighth on the turf. Winners of the five, unbridled essence. Paco Lopez wins by a half. Lighting up the board, 85-60 to win. Wow. Gregory Sacco was the conditioner there and uh, beating the uh, favorite Cherokee queen who... That stumbled. I mean, just stumbled horribly. Lost rider. I, I was really thought Elvis Trujillo might have been in trouble, but whew, I mean, when you say stumbled, I, I look back on it and it was like, oh man, he was lucky there. Mammoth race number ten, the Teddy Drone Stakes, six on the dirt. Winners of the eight, Roaring Line, Eddie Castro aboard, a length and a half. Victor, three wide and clear, five sixty to win for Bruce Levine. 
Race number 11 in Mama, the Ocean Port, a grade three, a mile and a 16th on the turf. Winner is the sixth, gets serious, Pablo Fergosa. Wins by a dirty neck, rated Doug in, drove down the lane, paying four bucks for John Forbes. Then comes the biggie for Mama. The race number 12 is the Izod Haskell Invitational. It's a grade one, a mile and eighth on the dirt, a million Ten thousand dollars. They had to throw in the ten thousand, and that's important. If you, you know, if you're one of the owners, trainers, you want it. You want every bit that's coming to you. Looking at Lucky Martin Garcia wins by four lengths. Bobbled at the break, went three wide, and got the job done. Speaking about getting the job done, Mike Mitchell wins aboard that first-time claimer at Del Mar. Keep that in your pipe and smoke it. He's about thirty-two percent. Fresh off of the claim. But looking at Lucky, Martin Garcia wins by four. Over Trap Shot, the newcomer onto the scene, Alan Garcia wins. He is second behind the winner. Then first dude rounds out the trifecta with Ramon Dominguez. I think we've heard of that fellow before, haven't we? He's been on. And then Super Saver rounds out the Super. Looking at Lucky, paying $443.240. Trap Shot, $342.60. First dude, $3 a show. Bullet Bob Baffert, the trainer, Martin Garcia, these guys, they're not new on the scene. And if you're new to them, hey, it's never too late to climb on board. Race 8 at Woodbine, the Wonderware Stakes, a mile and a quarter on the turf. Winners the two, free, free lady Emma Jane Wilson aboard, wins by a neck. Upper stretch, driving, 550 to win for Reed Baker. This guy can train on the poly track. So that's what's happening in a recap version. I want to kind of touch on a little something here. It kind of caught my eye here. It was called Big Stakes on Sure Things. I read this in the Saratoga.com blog, and I really liked it. Arnold Rothstein in Saratoga in the 1921 Traverse Stakes. He was known as AR, the fixer, the big bankroll, the great brain. No one made for a more sinister romantic character in the early 20th century than Arnold Rothstein. So much that he was a major influence in Damon Runyon's Guys and Dolls. He was the inspiration for Jay Gatsby's crooked associate, Meyer Wolfsheim, and the, the great Gatsby, and the famous pool-playing marathon against Jack Conway in the opening scene for The Hustler. Arnold Rothstein was well-dressed, mild-mannered, and a milk-drinking thug. Born of well-to-do immigrant parents, second of five, he didn't fall in the typical mob stereotype. He was kind of a, a clean-cut version in 1904, Rothstein was 21 when he arrived to Saratoga via the Cavanaugh Special. Now, this is my favorite part. August 12th, he gets married to a former showgirl, Carolyn Green, celebrated their wedding night by Rothstein, making off with his bride's new jewelry, pawning it, using it for bets. His mother and father, a devout couple of the Jewish faith, did not attend because Green refused to convert to Judaism. Okay, fine, dandy. He stole her jewelry, his new bride. 1919, we're going we're gonna to jump ahead a little bit, was a busy year for Rothstein. He opened the Brook, a casino on the outskirts of Saratoga Springs. A couple months later, he's accused of being the ringleader in the infamous Black Sox scandal, the World Series fixing scandal, but there was never enough proof to make it stick. He was Teflon Don long before the dapper Don uh, made his way into the uh, papers. Which leads us to the 1921 Travers, one of the most romantic stories of Ron and Rothstein. Back then, horses could be entered to run in the same day up to 12 o'clock noon. They could even be scratched by a trainer 30 minutes before post time, with or without cause or explanation. As the owner of Redstone Stables, he knew all about this, and he was a heady 
sportsman. Word got back to Rothstein that Prudery, the favorite, was not 100%. Everybody else had dumped out of the race. It was Prudery, and it was going to be Rothstein's horse. Rothstein wasn't going to let that go away, especially when he heard Prudery wasn't 100%. He got this information that cost him a whopping 10 bucks. On Travers Day, the filly, Prudery, did not improve from any of the days before, and she was still going off at odds of 1-4. to four. Rothstein's horse, Sporting Blood, was a generous 5-2. to two. Just before the close of entries at noon, the leading trainer, Sam Heldreth, now remember, you could, up till noontime, entered in his top three-year-old gray lag into the Travers. Hildreth was a successful trainer who amassed $1.2 million in earnings over four years as a trainer. He also had a proclivity towards gambling. Lest we forget the $10,275 purse, not unlike the Black Sox scandal, there was not any proof, no conjecture or speculation, that Rothstein was tied to a scam. Under oath, he could make it go away. A gambler of his status wouldn't lie, or would he? Rothstein stood to make a half a million dollars, and as a result, did. He was one of the shrewdest and smartest gamblers because he paid off paid off the other gentleman, Mr. Hildreth, who entered in Gray Lag to run against the filly that wasn't up to snuff. So Sporting Blood takes down the $10,275 purse. Rothstein wins a half a million dollars in the 1921 Travers, paying $12 to win. 25,000 people were present, probably because he was one of the shrewdest and smartest no one dared to mess with the likes of Arnold Rothstein. I know that I definitely wouldn't have. The entry in the history books covering the 21 Travers is one that will be forever marred by a betting scandal by the notorious AR, the fixer, the big rank roll, the brain. And he was a milk-drinking guy. He wasn't some whiskey-swilling thug. He was well-spoken, articulate. He was big in Cuba. And if you watch The Godfather... That was Arnold Rothstein down in Cuba. But then, hey, that's just a little history for you, a little something to get you thinking about. Travers kind of caught my eye. Arnold Rothstein, racing history, the 21 Travers. Well, it is time to head to a break, and when we return, we're going to be talking a whole lot about winning ponies. And if you want to learn, if you want to stay with it, and you want to catch on more with it, stay tuned here for more winning ponies. flagship station for sports voice america sports and they're off what can't make it to the track you can still get all the action with winningponies.com the home of horse stradamus handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds quarters and arabian horses at most american and canadian tracks whether it be the triple crown breeders cup travers haskell or your daily races don't worry let winningponies.com make some money for you 
Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Entrepreneurial Insights is your weekly excursion into the world of business ownership. Presented by Sunbelt Business Brokers, the leading business brokerage and intermediary firm in the world, Entrepreneurial Insights will examine critical issues that impact both existing and prospective business owners. If you own or want to own a small business, listen for Entrepreneurial Insights with John Davies, Pino Boccinello, and Matt Ottaway. Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back to Winning Ponies once again. I'm Ed Meyer, and thank you for taking your time to be with us. Because without you, there'd be no us, and we're always glad to hear anything you've got to say through testimony, or if you ever want to dial us up, give us a call or drop us an email. We're always glad to hear because, remember, well, when it's an email, it's two eyes and, and no mouth because we can only read what you got to say. But we are always, always looking for your feedback. We want to know what you think, and especially what you think. I want you to think about this. 6.4 in exotic payouts. That's incredible. And I'm throwing out some biggins, and I'm going to go back to Friday, July 30th. There was 157 total biggins. Biggins are the, are the big whoppers that uh, the payout, if you follow the predictions of how they're doing, Winning Ponies puts them out. And on Friday, July 30th, there was 157 total biggins, and I always throw out the top leader of the pack that day. That was Sam Houston, race number five, a superfecta. $7,718.80. Pretty good shooting there, if I say so myself. On Saturday, July 31st, 157 total biggins as well. Evangeline Downs, race 7, a Superfecta, 3436 Even right behind it was Canterbury, race number 6, a Super Key, 3427 Even. Now, if you're hearing that, it's just not one circuit. It's just not one race. 
it's it's multifaceted. It, it it covers all the circuits that are out there, all the ones you want to follow, all the ones you do follow. Trust you me. Give it a peek because that is the only way that you're actually going to be sold. It sold me, and it's been since 2008. I've been working with these fellas, and it's really been enjoyable because they make uh, the game a whole lot more fun. Sunday, August 1st, 175 total biggins. Santa Rosa led the card. Races 7 through 11, a pick 5, 7,605.80. Right behind it, Louisiana Downs race number 5, a super effective key, 7,104.20. That was on Sunday, August 1st. Can you believe it's August already? Summer has flown by. Monday, August 2nd, 77 total biggins. Mondays usually aren't a, a lot of tracks out there running, but Saratoga was, and in race number one, a Superfecta key, 3,819 even. That's not bad at all. Tuesday, August 3rd, 72 total biggins, Fairmount Park. You're hearing it, different racetracks, different circuits. I like that. I like this one here, race number five, a Superfecta, 11,474.60. That's pretty good picking at Fairmount Park. That's pretty good picking anywhere. Wednesday, August 4th, 58 total biggins. Northlands Park. Northlands Park. Now, I have to say with all honesty, I don't think that I've ever placed a wager at Northlands Park. Race number eight, the Superfecta, 13,937 and 80 whole cents. And then on Thursday, August 5th, 35 total biggins. Finger Lakes leads the board. Race number five, a Superfecta box, 2,322 even. Right behind it is Calder. Race 5, Superfecta, 2,221 even. And right behind that, Saratoga, race number 9, a Superfecta, 2,154 even. Sound like $2,000 range, which I love to live in that neighborhood if possible. But it was Finger Lakes, Calder, and Saratoga, so it kind of bounced around there. As I said before, exotic predictions from the beginning of the year till now are Six million four hundred thousand five hundred thirty-five dollars. Now those are the exotic predictions, and you just heard a week's worth of the biggins. Biggins are not braggarts; they are just exactly what the predictions have done. Now the predictions yeah, for for most most uh, services. Now when I use the word predictions, it's exclusive to Winning Ponies, but when the other services put out information, sometimes it's seventy-two hours in advance. I know the people that put that out there, and I'm not besmirching their name. They've been doing it for a long time, and they do the best that they, they know how and the best that they've historically put it out there. But 72 hours in advance is a long time. There's a lot of things that can happen. Weather fronts. Weather can really get nasty on a track. It can be fast one day and sloppy the next, but it doesn't take it in. A few points that I wanted you to actually remember for this, and the guys at Winning Ponies want to stress this. The account is free to set up. It doesn't cost you anything. You're not locked in for a certain amount. There are some, especially sports wagering, that has horse racing involved in it as well, that there's actually fees that go along with that. You can buy something called winning credits. Winning Ponies has winning credits, and they don't expire. They do not expire. Now, some services, if you don't use it an X amount of time, six months, a year, whatever the case may be, they're taken away. They disappear. But with Winning Ponies, they do not. For $30 minimum equals 40 credits. And depending upon the track, it depends on how many winning credits are actually there to take, how many races there are there on a day. Pro rating 
It means you do not have to play for dead races. I've told you the story. Sometimes you'll come home from work. Maybe the boss snuck out early. You snuck out early. And you've only got five races left on the card. You're only going to pay for the races that you actually go with. Track condition. Now, now to me, I, I've, I've often said this is my favorite part. Track condition setting means if it rains, no problem. You can switch to the main track with, with a different set of predictions. With, with other services, how can you do that within 72 hours? They pump out four and five horses, and they try to run the gamut straight down. I mean, it, there's no weatherman in the world that can actually do that. The scorecard with the late two races results keeps you abreast of how their picks are doing at different tracks. That's helpful. Racing news, own blogs. We also have free selections. We throw out free selections. Sometimes we're hot and sometimes we're really hot. But all in all, it's worth taking a look at. Because all it does is stimulate your thoughts, and you can compare it against the tier levels, of which I'm going to jump into here shortly. Inside the numbers, the last race and the average of the last four races gives you an idea how a horse is moving right or in the wrong direction. First-time starters and first-time turf weightings give you an idea how a firster will perform out of the box based on pedigree and workouts. There's a little something there that needs to be thrown out at you, that we have testimonials, blogs, stories, free selections. The big ones let you know because we want you to kind of follow along. If it's not cooking up to snuff and we're not doing well, we want you to know historically how we're doing on a track. Everything is on the board, and it's right up there. Now, right before me, I've got race eight at Saratoga for August 6th, Friday, August 6th. I'm looking right at it. It's the John's Call. It's race number eight. It's a mile and five-eighths on the main turf. And I've got it set for turf condition firm. Now, today it was, it was yielding. And I've got all the PPs that are out there. I've got, I've got the PPs. It has a turf rating. Now I'm taking a look at the, the top-tier horses. The top-tier horses by no means are the strict favorites. The top tier, one of the top tier horses I'm looking at, I'm going to concentrate on here, is Solitaire. Five to one, which is a very good price, has a turf rating of 21.4. Then the last race rating is 64 point, or excuse me, 64 with a plus symbol. I love when you have the plus symbols. You have a plus, you can have a double plus. These are good things are coming this horse's way. So whenever you see that plus symbol, that, that's another heads up, nods up. And then the composite rating is the last four races. Kind of shows you what this runner's been doing. So if you have a turf, you have a turf rating. You have a race rating for this race and a composite rating. It gives you all of the PPs, which you'd get in any type of, say, daily racing form program or any other data that you'd pull off of there. I'm looking at here who the previous jockey was, the owner, the trainer, their percentages. There are some really neat little icons here. Now, Solitaire is 5 to 1. It says should improve. It's a handy-dandy little icon there. And it should improve off the last race. And right next to that, there's a downward arrow, green, downward arrow in black, dropping in class. Now, this kind of lets me know that last race was in the grade 3 sing spiel. Now, today, it's a 70,000 non-graded stakes. So right then and there, it's already got my antenna up. Solitaire's looking good. The other top-tier horse is 6-1, to one, Perfect Shower, with an incredible turf number, 25.9. 
the the speed ratings are very well as indeed the other top tier horses eight to one always first are you getting the picture the top tier horses are always not the chalk favorites everybody would say that there's three to two three to five whatever the case may be so many times i've taken a look at this and i'm saying well you know i know the three to five is going to be there not the case They've had the three to five in there for in the second tier. Now, this is where you mix and mingle. You can, you can peruse through the tier levels and see how the predictions set up with the speed ratings, where they belong, and your edge of handicapping. You've got it all there right before you. And you take a look down there. On this particular race, I've got the first tier level, the second tier level, the third tier level. They're all color-coded. And all the way down to the very bottom, fourth tier level, and you're not going to believe the prices. The chalk is always not on top of the first tier level. But you're only going to believe it if you see it for yourself. And you need to take a look at winningponies.com because it's always there with testimonials, blogs, free selections. You name it, you got it. It's a one-stop shop of making your day a winning one. I have to say, check it out. I stumbled upon it two years ago, and I keep looking at it, and I haven't put it down since. Well, it is time to add it to a break. When we return, we're going to be talking some news from the world of racing, and we're going to be talking some hardcore white knuckle handicapping here on Winning Ponies. to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with WinningPonies.com, the home of Horse Stradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let WinningPonies.com make some money for you. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on. It will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news. Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck. A no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
you're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back to Winning Ponies. Thank you for taking your time to join us. Hopefully it was just a little bit of news, enlightening news. And if you're not a Winning Ponies participant, maybe you'll check it out. Maybe you'll dig into it deeper. And if you already are, thanks for doing such. And keep staying with us. Because I just got a little message. You probably heard my text message go off in the background. They have six of seven races, winners, at Del Mar today with the big pick six carryover. We're heading into race number eight. I believe we've got two minutes to race number eight there. So hopefully you were a part of that. Who knows? You may be a part of the big pick six. Wouldn't that be cool? And you can only let us know how you're doing on the testimonial side. I always get a free cap and a shirt for that. Everywhere I go, I always have my winning ponies cap on when I'm especially playing in contests and such. And by the way, had some great news right before that. Two very good friends of mine finished first and second in a Keeneland contest. That's a heady contest. I mention it because they're very good friends, and, and I'm very proud. They do pretty well. I'd say, boy, there's an envious side. Not jealous, but envious. Boy, it gets me wanting to play in it. And they love to see me show up at contests because I'm the winning ponies guy. I'm the guy that comes down with a, some hats some goodies. Other guys don't do it. The other so-called big boys don't do it, but Winning Ponies always has some cool lids, and they always like to see them come in the door. All right, we got a little report card to date. Now, we were in school. It wasn't much fun if it was bad, but this is a thoroughbred racing economic indicator. This is from Joan Lawrence and Eric Wing. Eric Wing was our guest last week from the NTRA try to read them to you without the lump in my throat, July 10 versus July 9. Wagering on U.S. races are down 1.96%. Now, you say that's probably not that big of a change, but it is down. The U.S. purses are down 0.5%. U.S. racing days, 630 in 2010, 651 2009. So far, not too bad. Year to date. Wagering on U.S. races, year-to-date, down 7.14%. U.S. purses, down 4.66%. U.S. race days, 3,274 this year, 3,465 same time last year. This includes worldwide commingled wagering on U.S. races. This is what the NTRA puts out when you heard Eric Wing talking about racing he and Joan Lawrence, they put it out there. It's a report card to date. It's not, not the brightest of lights. It, I will not pull any punches. Not the brightest flights, but it is the truth, and, and you need to know it if you really weren't caught up into it. Where to catch the action once again from Eric Wing from the NTRA. Sent it out in a press release here. Saturday's Clement L. Hurst Stakes featuring Zenyatta will be shown live on NTRA.com. That's really cool. They're going to offer a free live video streaming on the Saturday of the Grade 1 300,000 Clement L. Hurst Stakes from Del Mar. 
Going to be running a mile and 16th on the main track, drawing a field of six, led by the undefeated Zenyatta, who will be seeking her 18th consecutive victory. Isn't that smoking? So if you're at work, if you're not able to catch it live at the track on TVG or whatever platform, you can catch it for free on NTRA.com. like to hear that. Got one here. Keep your fingers crossed and all prayers are welcome. Injured Bays scheduled for facial surgery. Jockey Tyler Bays injured a week ago in a pre-race spill is scheduled for surgery next week to repair facial fractures. Bays suffered injuries when he was getting ready to load Night Justice. Three-year-old gelding. I saw it and it looked pretty ugly. And he's going to have reconstructive facial surgery. Very, very nasty. The same that was done on Rafael Bejarano last July after he was kicked in the face by a horse thrown from his mount. Bays is expected to miss the rest of the Del Mar meeting. Tough little guy. Heal up fast. Zenyatta training well, 17-0, and drilled sharply Friday. 113-3 for six furlongs. I heard John Sheriffs talking today on TVG. And he said it's going to take a great movement of something ill, wrong, or just undoing for Zenyatta to be not running. So I would just say count on it. John Sheriff's a man of few words, and <laughs> I, li- I like him. He's, he's kind of cool and he's laid back. But uh, going to run on Delmar's synthetic surface, and I think uh, all systems are go as of right now. If you see for some reason that uh, she is not, you can uh, mark it down that uh, John is just not happy with the way things are going. Here's a little something for you, a little something-something from the sign-on San Diego site. P. Val wins first. Patrick Valenzuela suspended from racing in California since 08. Rode his first winner Friday night, coming back from Wednesday. He rode a Warren's Jitterbug, 743-year-old filly. Valenzuela, 47, was emotional as he walked to the jockey's room, and he said, you didn't know how much this really meant, wiping away the tears from his eyes, bigger than his first win. P-Val, got mixed feelings about your return. ESPN.com, Jeremy Plonk aboard, trying to be optimistic and strive to forgive those deserving in life. But even so, he couldn't agree with the decision to let Pat Valenzuela settle up in California. First of all, Jeremy Plonk is one of the better handicappers out there. And if you tune into Keeneland, you'll see it during the entire month where he twitters and he keeps up the exact up to the minute what's happening at Keeneland. So if you're not able to be there on track, you can. Uh, it's like it's like having your eyes and ears right there when you're not. So that kind of gives you a little background on Jeremy Plonk and ESPN.com. He says a jockey who spent a good deal of his career on the wrong side of the law has been given one more last chance by the California Horse Racing Board. But why? Valenzuela's transgressions don't make him a horrible person. Plenty of trouble, folks. Struggle with drug and alcohol addiction. It hits close for home for millions of people. You know, but where do you draw the line? Now, I understand, I, and I think we should get him all the help in the world. Everything that the, the racing industry has to offer. Thoroughbred racing owes nothing to Pat Valenzuela. It matters not of his considerable riding skills and the few jockeys in the past 20 years of the show, the ability to, to ride races like he is. In my opinion... He's one of the five best jockeys to sit in the saddle in my adult lifetime. Now, you could go back forever and a day, but P-Val, he was an incredible rider. His uncle, Milo Valenzuela, rode Tim Tam to victory in the Derby. So it's a family tradition, but 
P-Val, don't lose this last chance. I mean, this is almost like in Animal House when they had you on double secret probation. I hope this is the last chance because it's sending a bad, bad line to the younger riders. From Philly.com, this is Dick Girardi from the Philly Daily News. Dick, incredible guy. What a horseman. He knows the game inside now. Looking at Lucky, Dominique Haskell could be headed to the Penn Derby. Pennsylvania Derby move up off Labor Day with the hope of some top three-year-olds would use that race, use that race as a final prep for the Breeders' Cup. But here's the beautiful part about it. Mike Pegram's already talking about it. And it would be six weeks from this race, the Pennsylvania Derby, to the Breeders' Cup, which is perfect timing. And it's a million dollars. And if you saw looking at Lucky, if you saw looking at Lucky tying it down and making it happen, the million dollars has to get you there. It has to get you there. Mechanicsville, Chad Brown off to a flying start, Saratoga Springs. Chad Brown grew up in Mechanicsville, has come a long way from a boy spending time at the track with his family and friends, only dreaming about that big-time dream. Now he's living it, currently holding a slim lead over the powerful Pletcher Barn. Chad Brown was tabbed, knotted, as he was going to come in and just tear them a new head. And Chad Brown's doing very well. Take a peek at him whenever you see him have a horse head up at Saratoga. Haskell going out with a bang. Please say it ain't so. This is ESPN.com. I know something you should know. Say it ain't over. Say it ain't so. The question of Mammoth this week is not who's going to win the Haskell. That was the talk all week long. And it still is. But whether will this be the last Haskell? As scary as it may sound, it's a legitimate concern after the New Jersey Gaming, Sports, and Entertainment Advisory Commission issued a report last week that anti-racing and so pro-Atlantic City, it's impossible not to conclude that the real intent is to kill horse racing and enjoy to help prop up the state's reeling casino industry. Governor Chris Christie should have immediately denounced and instead he jumped on board. Reportedly, Christie was at the Haskell. I didn't hear him doing anything great. I didn't hear any answers, any politicians' answers even at that. Maybe he's going to show up at a later time and surprise us. Maybe something more tangible is going to come to the table. The only reason the Mammoth has been able to give away a million in purses was created by a meat so good it smashed even the most optimistic projections. It's because the casinos were ordered by previous administrations to help fund the purses. Many people didn't know that. Many people did not know that. They're ordered to put up some cash for racing. Maybe other states can follow suit with that one. This is from the Daily Racing Forum, Stephen Christ. 98 days of racing will provide answers. August already? It doesn't feel like we've had seven months of racing in 2010. Hasn't settled much or offered a lot of drama, but it's about to change quickly. The 98 days of racing from Sunday's Haskell through the Breeders' Cup will see 57 of the year's 113 grade one races decided. Now that is packing 57 pounds in a five-pound sack. When you hear Stephen Chris talking like that, this is kind of a heads up. This weekend we have Quality Road. We have our Zenyatta. We have so many other races. It just goes on and on. And it's out there. And it's coming our way. The 57 of 113 gray ones are going to be decided 
between now and Breeders' Cup. Action never stops. Time to head out to a break. And when we return, we've got a little power play handicapping here on Winning Ponies. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. And they're off. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let winningponies.com make some money for you. Holistic living is nutrition for not just your body, but your mind and your soul. Holistic nutrition goes far beyond the foods that we eat or the supplements that we take. Discover natural means to heal your body and regain your innate healing powers. That's Holistic Living with Tina Marie Jones on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Tune in for your weekly dose of good holistic living. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports you're tuned in to winning ponies with your host ed meyer got a tip for us need a tip from us if you want to talk with ed or his guests the phone lines are now open toll free at 1-888-346-9144 that's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back once again to Winning Ponies. Thanks for taking the time to join us, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. Depending on which side of the coast you live on, always glad to have you aboard with us. So far, we've talked a lot about Winning Ponies. Just a little heads up, some bullet points there. Arnold Rothstein. AR, the big brain. We've talked about what's in the news. Now it's my favorite part. It is time to handicap. And first off, I'd like to get a pen out because I was actually going through data for the weekend, and I got you some powerhouse pick fours. First off, we're going to start at Prairie Meadows, and it's going to go real quick for you. Saturday, it's a pick four Prairie Meadows. It's an Iowa state-bred all-stakes pick four. In the sixth race at Prairie Meadows, what I want you to do is take the two, Mr. Barry, the eight, Little Big Chief, and the four, Scat Dancer. They're six to one, eight to one, and six to one, two, eight, and four in the sixth race. And remember, they go at 8.54 Central Time. So there's your first three there. And then the seventh race, slated to go off 9.23 Central. Take the five, seven, and the nine, Muddy Blues, four to one, Devil's Game, ten to one, in Cresco. Direct hit seven to two. There's three more there, so it's five, seven, and nine in the seventh race. Eighth race at nine fifty-two. Take this six, seven, and four. Tiger Lake, 
Kate's main man in red, hot and gold. 952 Central. Then rounded out in the ninth race at 1018 Central with the 5 and the 7 LD She Special, 7 to 2, and the 7 Friend of the Devil, 4 to 1. Go 3 by 3 by 3 by 2, and it equals $54. That is your Prairie Meadows pick for. Then on Saratoga, there's a $500,000 guaranteed pick for, which is something you'll always want to play in. In the eighth race, go 4, 5, and 10 in the eighth race. Snowtop Mountains, Sea Road, and uh, Aliyah, 4, 5, and 10. In the ninth race, the grade one test, go with the five, Fanny Freud, and the eight, Ash Z. Into the 10th race, we go to the number three quality road as your single. The 11th race, we're going to spread out a little bit. Eight, nine, 10, and 11. We're in the 11th race, we're going to go five, nine, 10, and we're going to throw the two in there. It was a last second ditch in there. So we go four, five, ten with the five, eight, with the three, with the five, nine, ten, two. Three by two by one by four equals $24. I do this ticket about three or four times. Three times is a $72 version. Four times goes 96 bucks. All right, let's get some power handicapping in. Saratoga Saturday in the seventh race. And this is on the turf here. And you know what? I had to have my head examined. I like the 12. Alcomatch. Alcomatch face better. Julian Leipru and Christophe Clement, they team up, and they do very well together. Polly to the turf is always a strong angle, exiting a $100,000 race. Alcomatch in the seventh race, number 12 is all for me. Eighth race at Saratoga, it's an inner turf race. It's a $70,000 non-graded stake. And I like the four in there, and that's Snowtop Mountain. Garrett Gomez and Tom Proctor exiting a grade through uh, grade three race at Arlington Park. The Arlington Park Oaks ran a beautiful second with Jesus Caston on. And I think on the inner turf, uh, Polly to the turf once again, Snowtop Mountain, get all you can in the eighth at Saratoga. Ninth race at Saratoga, seven furlong. It's the grade one test. And the five Fanny Freud looks to be the part there. But if you're going to use Fanny Freud with Garrett Gomez and John Terranova, it's going to be a short price for this runner here. Take a look at Ash Z, Rajiv Moran, Steve Asmussen, nice three-year-old filly here, coming along lightly raced in th- seven panels, looks to be her game. So with Fanny Freud, I'd use Ash Z and smack it down as many times as it will allow you to repeat. In the 10th race, and we were talking about our pick four, this is the great one, Whitney, a mile in an eighth. In here, we got quality road. We got a speedy cold here by elusive quality. Two for two in the money at Saratoga, and two for two at the distance with wins, and that is ultimately important. Coming in from Belmont on May 31st, has not raced for over two months, but if you take a look at the works, you've got two bullet works, and the last one sold me over the Saratoga Oval, not the Saratoga training track, the Oklahoma training track, but the Saratoga Oval ran five furlongs in a minute flat, six out of 27. That's not very bad for a four-year-old colt. Just tighten down the screws. Johnny Velasquez and Pletcher, they're winning 35% together, 63% in the money. I think Quality Road is definitely your, uh, your single in your, in your pick four there, and you're going to want to stretch out in your other multi-race exotics. Mountaineer Park has a big day of racing on Saturday. First post time at 2 o'clock. 
go to race number five, and it is a mile and 70 on the weeds. And I like the seven, Ro- Romacaca, seven to five, and Junior Alvarado aboard for Nick Kanani. Kanani is winning 41% on the year, and Alvarado 23%. Three off a layoff after coming in from Gulfstream Park, Romacaca to the winner's circle in the fifth at Mountaineer. Sixth at Mountaineer is the Harvey Arnaud Memorial here, and I like the eight in here. And they're going six furlongs. The eight, Captain Cherokee, Robbie Alvarado, Steve Asmussen, four to one, six for eight lifetime in the money. Just exits off a win, and I think that's a very big move. Made a made a little trip over the the Saratoga training track, the Oklahoma training track, which is very deep, and it really gets your horses in shape. Seventh and Mountaineer, I like the two, and that is Shadowby Dancing. Eight to five, Eddie Razzo aboard for Terrell Gore. One for one at the mountain. Exits off a win in a grade two race, and they're dropping down to a $125,000 non-graded stake. So Shadowby Dancing, eight to five. If you get eight to five in the seventh race, get all over Shadowby Dancing. Eighth at the mountain, that's the West Virginia Derby. $750,000 up for grabs for a grade two. In here, I love the seven Concord Point. Martin Garcia and Bob Baffert teaming up. That's the looking for lucky connection. This is a three-year-old Colt by Tappet. Just one at the Iowa Derby, a nice grade three. The magic for me is two off of the poly track. And on July 31st at Delmar, shot a bullet the best of 26 over the poly. I think two off the poly for Concord Point in the eighth race. West Virginia Derby is all that you need. Eighth race of Woodbine on Saturday, the $150,000 Duchess, seven panels. I like the two red hot Buddha. Patrick Husband, longtime Canada rider there, Canadian rider, and, and just he knows the oval, and they're shipping him from Prescott Downs off of a huge win by eight lengths. Tom Amos is a conditioner, is winning 29% this year. In the eighth at Woodbine, the two red hot Buddha. Then we go to the 10th at Calder, go right to the rail, awesome feather. The rail is doing well, undefeated in two starts, a very nice filly here by awesome, of course, two for two at Calder. Her mother wins 60% with her two-year-old babies. She's dropped five starters, four of those winners, one is a stakes winner. Awesome feather looks awesome, of course, to me, right along the rail with Jeffrey Sanchez. 11th at Calder you got to go with number three in the Champa Lee, Moto Vato. And, I, you know, I just don't think it's going to be that big of a, of a big difference as far as big price. But Moto Vato, I think, is going to catch your eye. And especially if you're getting a price, don't be afraid to stretch out. Tenth race in Monmouth, the five-and-a-half, $100,000 Colleen Stakes. I like the six. Our Heat Lightning, Fernando O'Hara for Todd Pletcher here. Coming from Delaware Park up to Monmouth, uh, won by a strong five lengths. I went back and took a look at the race. Won her debut. Her mother drops 100% with her babies. Two starters and two winners. I love this two-year-old filly by Trippy. Then we round out with the Clement L. Hurst, the best race of the day. And everybody in the world that loves racing is going to be watching Zenyatta. She is 17 for 17, two for two at Del Mar, John Sheriff's. Mr. and Mrs. Moss, Mike Smith, can she go 18 for 18? I think she can, but I'd also use her with the two made for magic and also the six rent rule, but it's going to be a whole lot of fun watching her ply her trade. Well, time flies when you're talking thoroughbred racing, and this week is no difference. 
Remember, it's never too late to get on board with Winning Ponies and make your day a winning one. So until next week when our guest will be visionary, ultra-handicapper Mr. Andy Beyer, and that's one you want to stay with us on. So until then, may your winners be many, your photos be few. Good luck and good night, everyone. Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Everybody says, save a horse, ride a cowboy. Well, I don't give a dang about nothing. Thanks for listening to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. We know the information from today's show will help you at the next post. Keep listening for more next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network.